Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Football Friday, we are going to look back on Thursday Night Football. Just when was Joe Burrow injured? We will discuss all of that. Plus, we're going to, for some reason, talk about horse racing in the Middle East. Yes, really, we're going to do that. We're going to talk about a couple of incidents of maybe some bamboozling in the National Football League. The very latest on Jim Harbaugh. We're going to bring back the term candy ass. Plus, we've got Quinn's wins our picks against the spread and you in or you out it's all yours coming up next here two pros and a cup of joe on a football friday fox sports radio Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and myself, Jonas Knox. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are making us a part of your Friday morning, we appreciate you doing so. We will be taking you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. How the hell are we on a Friday well, morning? Well, yeah, good. Uh, I'd feel better if my uh, my Super Bowl pick was uh, was still alive Ooh. right now. Yeah, yeah that, that one went to the to the locker room last night, my guy. Yeah, that's, it did. That's going to go yeah. ahead and wrap yeah. that up. Yeah. <laughs> Just wrap not... that one. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens get it done, 34-20 the final, as Eddie Garcia laid out in his top-of-the-hour update. But the story is a story in the game, and it involves injuries. Uh, first, what we do know, according to John Harbaugh, Mark Andrews, 
the uh, one of the top tight ends in the league, Lamar Jackson's favorite target for years now in Baltimore, suffered a serious ankle injury. It looks like he's going to be done for the year. So that's a bad blow for the Baltimore Ravens. And then you transition over to the Joe Burrow injury and just sort of the speculation that maybe Joe Burrow went into that game, although he wasn't on the injury report, but maybe he went into that game with some sort of an issue with his right wrist because he was seen on a video of them getting off the plane wearing some sort of a brace or a sleeve on his right hand. So, again, nowhere to be found on the injury report. Uh, You know, you've got Zach Taylor afterward just saying quickly, uh, first I had ever seen of it, I don't know anything about it. And you've got a bunch of people speculating as to whether or not the league's going to have a conversation with Cincinnati about what they knew about this injury prior to the game. Uh I think that's – yeah, Uh uh-oh. The the tough part (laughs) as a player is, you know, some guys, you know, you'll hide injuries your whole entire time as a player from your own team and you do it because you're never in a situation where you feel security or comfortable with your contract and your situation there that's just the reality of the nfl most contracts are like that joe burrow's not in that situation he's i think he's different in the sense of he came into the season playing banged up he wants to play for his team he wants to he knows how important it is for him to play on this team in order for them to have a chance to win I think that's pretty clear. It's pretty evident. In this case, the tough thing is now the Bengals organization is going to get in trouble. I mean, there was video evidence. Clearly, he was wearing some sort of brace on his right wrist. It was hard to tell if it was his thumb or or what they were trying to protect or immobilize and and give time for rest. But clearly, when he got in the game, I I know one time they pointed out in the broadcast that way he fell on it kind of, but – it looked like something that was bothering him coming into it, yeah. and obviously it's it's something that's going to take some time to potentially even – I hate to speculate and say surgery, but the way he was gripping that football and trying to warm up and he couldn't really even get through his throw, it, it makes you think that there's something for sure more there that could keep him out the rest of the season. Yeah, I saw what you guys saw. I mean, I, I would love to try to justify it differently and say it may have been the way he fell down on it. Maybe they were doing some, you know, just proactive measures. Like, there are guys that do proactive rehab. You know, you you know, we know about the guys that they're prehabbers. And, I mean, prehabbers are really, like, kind of like OCD brain-type people. (laughs) You know, they use a different part of their brain. And they're like, hey, buddy, have you ever tried this cream? Hey, have you ever tried this pill? Listen, this supplement here, it'll help you. Hey, man, look here. You got to ice it this time. You got to go jump in the ice bath. Like, you have guys that do rollers, like, like beyond belief how often they roll themselves out, like – there are some people that do certain things. They'll wear compression pants and, and socks on the All flights the to, to their game. The I mean, it is the wildest thing to see somebody who's a prehabber. I mean, so can, in can my I ask mind, you this? Do you feel yeah, like you ahead. should be doing that sometimes, though? Did you ever watch them and go, man, I should be doing that, you know? I mean, them dudes had long careers, some of them. Some of them That's had some pretty saying. long careers. And they probably I mean, feel good yeah, right I mean, now. Probably so. They probably do. They probably and they're probably still prehabbing, you know. They they they're probably <laughs> still in that regiment of how they take care of their bodies. So I I don't know Joe Burrow, so I don't know 
what what the scenario was, but it was like the first thing I started thinking was, okay, you you can show that he had like something on his wrist, but he might have been he might be a prehabber. He might have had like a, a red laser on him. You know, like the little red lady that he might have had a portable tinge unit on or something like that where he just <laughs> wants to make sure. I don't know. It's great. I'm, I'm just thinking I was trying because to me, I don't understand your best player. If he's if he's injured to the point of where he's coming into the game and he had to leave out injured, why would you not? have? It just doesn't add up to not have him on well, your injury report. I, I, I would put it this way as the player. I wouldn't want, as a quarterback, people to know about any injuries that I'm dealing with because I don't, because I'm vulnerable. Like I'm a sitting duck back there. I don't want you to, to think I'm less mobile. I don't want you to think that you know I've got any sort of issue that would impact ball security. I want to hide everything I can from anyone out there because as a quarterback, you really are the most vulnerable out there. You're a sitting duck. You're waiting to get hit. So for that reason, it's why I wouldn't want to share anything with anyone. On top of it, I, I wouldn't even want my team to know about it for future negotiations, depending on my contract situation. So there, there's a, I get to give a lot of reasons why the player wouldn't want it. The team, though, they're the ones that's going to face the penalty or fine, depending on whatever comes from that. And even furthermore, we'll see where, where Burrow's at, but it's, I, I do love the fact you just listed off almost every single thing that uh <laughs> the I'm, trying, I'm trying to think what else. oh prehabbers man he's not lying yeah, jonas the like, they've got a diet like you yeah. too well, every, everything for, to the t like, i mean that's no way to live though all right don't you want to just get out there and you know like, you've taken so much time worrying about i like i feel like there's a lot of people that do make up um the prehab world now, even off the football field, you know, like I feel like there was a lot of prehabbers post COVID out there. Uh, a lot of people that kind of went in that direction. And uh, I just feel like that's no way to live. There's life, still a personally. lot of prehabbers yeah, with COVID yeah, right yeah, now. They're man. Definitely I just are. took a flight yeah. last night. Yeah. They still masking up, masking up, oh, masking up hard. Hey. And like, why I, I had a mask on. I Did had you a really? mask on. <laughs> yeah. It was like a five hour flight. I had a mask on. Really? Yeah. Just 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 cause I was I was going to sleep and I just put a mask on. I just I don't know why. I don't <gasps> know. It was something but new. I tried something down their new. Seats and tray like everything. Yeah, I know. You know I know. I, know. It all. I do that too. I um, do that too. So here's here's <laughs> <laughs> Here's the Here's the part that I do find funny about this, because you know the usual suspects in the media are going to get a hold of this today and go, oh, my God, this is a disgrace. They're not being uh, clear and transparent. Uh, this, you know, with uh, the, the NFL's relationship with gambling companies now, that's why the injury report existed in the first place and blah, 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 blah. Do you really think that degenerate gamblers around the country are going to just now not gamble on the NFL and you're going to lose their money because Joe Burrow may or may not have had a wrist injury before the game? Do you really think they're going to say, no, we, we can't trust this league, we're out? When the NBA had their Tim Donahue crap that the NBA kind of kept quiet because they had a TV deal they were ready to sign and they didn't want this stuff coming out, do you think gamblers were like, I'm never betting on the NBA again? My ass. They're going to keep gambling because it's what they do. They're degenerate gamblers. So the idea that this is... I, I would venture to guess, and Brady, you kind of alluded to this, and you guys have mentioned this before. How many games in your career did you go in Everyone. with no injury whatsoever? 
everyone. No. Like, like, there's yeah. not there's not one game, and you're not on the injury report every week. Like it's like nobody's on the injury report every single week. If you like, so the idea that Cincinnati did something wrong, like Jacksonville's getting heat because Trevor Lawrence has got a knee injury that they're both him and Doug Peterson are saying, yeah, I'm dealing with a knee injury now, but they haven't really been as clear or transparent about it on the injury report. It's like these one-off scenarios. People pretend like this is a plague in the league. If you want to do a deep dive on it all, guys are injured all the time and they're not on the injury report. Everyone's banged up this time of year. Like, everyone's dealing with something this time of year. It's just, it's a violent sport how it works. I mean, it's probably no different than a, than a UFC match in the sense of if you're going into that fight and you had an injury while sparring or injury in camp, you don't want the opponent to know about it. Like, it's a big purse. You probably need the money. You're not going to sit there and be like, well, I'm not going to do this, but you're surely not going to make it publicized. And, you know, fights get bet on all the time. And I think in some instances, maybe there's a little, you know, it feels suspect. But, I mean, last night was an example, too. Because I think when you make that argument, it also takes away from looking at what Baltimore did. And Baltimore was pretty darn dominant, you know, darn dominant last night. And I, I, I kind of look at it and say, that's really been the story of the Bengals' season so far this year. Yeah, We have not seen them be able to put together the type of game – Outside of that little four-game stretch they had, we haven't really been able to see them put together the type of game, you know, that that reminds you of like, oh yeah, this team's going to go on a run, they're going to make it to a Super Bowl and potentially win a Super Bowl. It just has not been their year, you know. Either Burrow's been banged up and the offense got off to a slow start while the defense was trying to help them carry them. They had a nice string of like high offensive production. You now see what this team looks like without T. Higgins, and it's a different element. You know, when, when he's not able to be out there as, as, as part of one of those pass catchers next to Chase and Boyd, they showed a lot on the broadcast last night. Jamar Chase has been playing press man-to-man coverage as much as anyone. And it's not that he can't get open versus it, but I think any, you know, any wide receiver will tell you it's a lot harder when you got someone up in your grill every single time and you're trying to run a route. Your timing is off. It's going to change the route you're supposed to run sometimes. And, and it's going to be harder to get you an accurate football because – the way your routes impact is going to impact Joe Burrow or Jake Browning in this case last night and the way he's trying to throw you the football because now that spot's going to be different. We used to say, like, if we're throwing a nine-yard stop, which is at throwing at nine yards, you know, that's where the receiver's going to stop. He's going to come back down to his, you know, downfield you know, shoulder. You're going to put the ball right there. His ball should be out before he even gets to, it, to nine yards. If it's first press man-to-man, he might be, like, two yards shorter depending on you know, what the rules are with that wide receivers coach and that offense. So it's just so much stuff changes. And I, I just, I don't know. I mean, last night was an example of, I thought, a dominant performance by Baltimore. Baltimore looks to be the class of that conference, excuse me, division, and, and maybe even the conference, depending on how Baltimore continues to play from here. I mean, they can run the ball, and their defense is good. I mean, even Jadevian Clowney's having a good year. Like, he, he's all of a sudden he's, popped he, yeah, up. He's been pretty consistent as a player. I just think everyone always attributed, like, his success to sacks. And as an edge rusher, I get it. That's how a lot of the guys are, are made and remembered. But he's been a solid all-around player as far as playing against the run, doing his job, like doing little things. He gets batted down passes, too. Like he's done all that for a long time. He's been a very, very good player. It's just, again, it's not like, the, hey, he's not leading the league in sacks this year. And I think that's unfortunately what people expected when he was drafted. And, and- to, to the running game, through the Keaton Mitchell addition, I mean, how good is he? Yeah, he's just so quick and so fast Change in space. Pace. Like, 
it, it, it's a change of pace. It's, it's like that you know one-two punch or having that, that fastball with some sort of changeup with the way their backs run. So I, like, I know they want to throw the football with Todd Munkin and the receivers they've got and some of that downfield ability. But they still can run against pretty much anyone, it feels like. And by the way, the holding call on Odell Beckham on the Zay Flowers touchdown was egregious. I don't don't get it. Like, what is the league doing with this? I I don't get it. Like, we need to move to a point. I know you and I and and LeVar have talked about it. Like, having it throughout the game where you can challenge and make it reviewable. That's one of those that you go, yeah, you'd probably have that one back. Is that not a textbook picture-perfect block by a wide receiver? Like, that's as good as it it gets. Yeah, and 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 Zay Flowers, like you saw, you got a glimpse of Zay Flowers, like what he can do and why they drafted him, and then it gets called back, and you could just see John Harbaugh's lips, and he and he's like, "That's such effing BS," because he just knew that was crap, like that was a, that was an awful call. And I'll also say this just about the Bengals: there's a reason why the percentages are what they are in NFL history when you start off zero two or whatever it is, and you don't make the playoffs. Don't say it. because your margin for error is so small after that. So a game like this, you could lose this game, and it's like, yeah, it's a division game. That's rough, but a short week, it's understandable. But the game last week against the Texans was the one they're going to look back on. That was the fork in the road for where they were going to go in the season. And now you're looking up at the lights going, yeah, it's over. Like they're, they're, they're just not making the playoffs. Like, it's not it's happening. closing time. Yep. It's unfortunate. That's what it feels like. Yep. And look, that's, that, was my, that was my Super Bowl pick, man. And I feel like you're, you're bearing it a little bit early. All right. Crazy things could happen, but uh, I want to see what the odds are on them to make the play. If you had to guess right now what the odds are on the Bengals to make the playoffs, courtesy plus, of our friends at DraftKings. Oh, at this this point in the season, plus four hundred. Okay, um, we got here. Because think about it, Houston's going to have the tiebreaker over them. You're now talking about wild card spots. Although Houston might end up winning the AFC South division, but you start looking at some of the teams that they've got to compete with for that. I mean, they've got three teams in the AFC North right now that are slated to be in the AFC. You know, division or excuse me, conference for playoffs plus one sixty five, way off. Yeah, Man, I'm not going to handicap it with that. But uh, a minus two oh five for the no. I would actually say there's some better value on the no than there is. Uh, you're only betting about two to one on that. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to say no on the Cincinnati Bengals. You've been out on them all year though. So pessimistic about it. Well, I mean, in fairness, you know, I also had the Bears and Broncos making the playoffs. So, I mean, what does that say about me? You definitely like, did. <laughs> what does that? I mean, definitely really, did. like all credibility goes out the window because of that. But, that. but that's because you love football, and that's because you love Fridays. Yeah, you know? that's a great point. That is a great point. And by you know, I'm glad you brought that up. What? I'm, yeah. I'm glad you brought. That up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of echoes going on here. Uh, it is uh, it is a great point by Brady Quinn because, as we like to point out every single week here on Fox Sports Radio, it's a football Friday. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Yeah. 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 Am I up? Am I up? Yeah. Yeah. Am I up? The bar is up. Baby. He's ready to go. Yeah. 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 Come on, the bar. Come on, the bar. Let's go, Sam. Let's go, football. Let's go, Bebowski. Let's go, football. Friday. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Friday. All right, Sam. Football. Let's kind of see the echo. Yeah. Let's go to the hole. It's Harbaugh back. He's not. Still suspended. Yeah. No, not this. Here we go. Not this. All right. Friday. Coop just took his shirt off. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a football Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have the usuals coming up later on. We're going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It. We're also going to spread them in hour two, our picks against the spread. The return of Quinn's wins because it's a Friday here during the college football season. We'll have that in hour two as well. And we close up shop with another edition of UNU Out. It's all yours here. A three-hour extravaganza from the TireRack.com studios. But... A surprising result in the world of football. Why did it happen? Why did it go down the way that it did? We'll break it all down for you next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Six to the seven, yeah, yeah, one, two, three, four, uh, 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 to the three, to the four, and more, uh, uh. Oh, my gosh. Coming up 20 minutes from now here from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to tell you the tale (laughs) of a genius move. Some people are going to say it's cheating. I call it a competitive advantage. We'll get into that for you 20 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. But let's get to what is, I think, a little bit surprising uh, for some people in following along on the Jim Harbaugh saga, the sign-stealing scandal that took place uh, that's been going on for the past few weeks. Uh, Yesterday, Michigan and head coach Jim Harbaugh agreed to the Big Ten's three-game suspension for the sign-stealing investigation. There will be no court hearing later on today to obtain a temporary restraining order or a TRO. Case is dismissed. No Harbaugh this Saturday at Maryland or the following week versus Ohio State. And that'll do it. I'm a little bit surprised. I thought there would be more of a fight or more of a uh, we're going to go ahead and prove that we did nothing wrong. Now, the Big Ten or Michigan statement did say that the Big Ten did acknowledge that Jim Harbaugh had no knowledge of this, of no knowledge of anything going on. Yet here we are. He's going to miss this uh, tomorrow's game against Maryland and the big one, the game against Ohio State to finish up the season. Kind of, kind of wild. It, it, it's wild only because of I, I feel like Jim Harbaugh is the type who'd want to fight to make sure he clears his name. And this is, in essence, doing that because of the Big Ten coming out and the, and the statement they have to make saying they have no evidence that he was involved in this. And then you have to look at the punishment and say, like, does it fit the crime? Um, he, already, he already faced a three-game self-imposed suspension earlier this season for the recruiting violations, which then say still he's going to hear that in the springtime of next year. This comes out. And now he's going to serve a three-game suspension, arguably over the two biggest games of the year for him, potentially. I mean, Penn State and Ohio State, no disrespect for whoever comes out of the Big Ten West, bigger games, tougher games than what they're going to face in the Big Ten championship game. Now, semifinal he'll be back for, obviously, as he will the Big Ten championship. But, I mean, these are monumental games that will largely make or break their season. So the, the punishment in that sense, if you are the type that believes he's got a huge impact when he's on the field, even though he doesn't call plays, but managing the whole thing, being the head coach, leading his team, I would say it's pretty punitive in that sense. If 
the Big Ten really doesn't have any information or evidence that he was had any knowledge about this or involved. But it does make you wonder why, which a week ago, when I was sitting in Happy Valley, Michigan felt really good about the chances of getting a temporary restraining order and eventually filing an injunction that would halt the whole entire you know, investigation, or I guess I should say punishment, to force the Big Ten to go through what the word you kept hearing was due process, due process, due process. Everyone was, everyone was saying it. Anyone who had, had a tie to Michigan, anyone who was you know, getting information from Michigan, they kept saying they, they want due process. Okay. Um, the hard thing was is this was unprecedented for the Big Ten to take action like this given the scenario. NCAA, we get it. And the problem is usually these NCAA investigations take a long time. But it was Tony Petiti who wanted this thing to expedite, and people were putting pressure on him to make a decision about something. So Michigan kept claiming they want due process. Well, if they want to due process, what happened to that? Like, why would you want your hearing? It isn't, wasn't the judge supposed to be a, a tad ties back to Michigan or lectured at Michigan? Your favor to be able to get the injunction? So, I mean, I've just got a lot of questions more than anything else just as to why this makes sense. You know, why is Jim Harbaugh even, you know, why is he spending a three-game suspension if the Big Ten is admitting they had no involvement, that he was involved at all? Like, I understand he's the figurehead of Michigan, but would you in that case want to get down to the bottom of punishing whoever is actually at fault for this instead of just saying, all right, let's just give Jim Harbaugh a three-game suspension? And if you're Jim Harbaugh and you had nothing to do with it, why would you want to serve the suspension? Why would you want to miss the Ohio State game, for example, or the Maryland game and Penn State game, for that matter, if you didn't have any involvement in it? It just seems like there's something else going on here. It seems a tad bit confusing to me because I almost feel like he's taking the suspension because he's not allowed to coach. Like he can't, he can't get it overturned. So just take the suspension. Is that how I is? Is that correct? So if they would have had filed the injunction, they would have been able to allow him to coach until the legal proceedings wrapped up. Until the, the judge was able to make whatever decision the judge was going to make. And so, with my limited understanding of this from a legal perspective, they must have thought the judge was not going to grant the injunction. They, they must have thought that that was the, the road right. this was going down. Which isn't unreasonable, only because it's not as if judges sometimes want to grant those if they don't feel it's warranted or depending on the subjects and so forth. And this is new territory, right? So... Maybe there it came to a point where their legal team saying to them, "If this is the deal, right? Just take the deal." We we hear this all the time when two teams, or excuse me, two parties come to terms, uh, and and they end up taking kind of the plea deal or something, right? Like if they took the deal in this case, and this is what it was, okay. But Jim Harbaugh still gets to be there six days of the week to coach and help prepare his team. And so it kind of goes back to the, like, how punitive is this for Jim Harbaugh outside of his reputation, not being able to be there on game day and manage game day since he's not calling plays on either side. I just – I find it incredibly interesting. And by the way, Jim yes. Harbaugh might be – he might be falling on the sword for people who actually were much more involved than he was on this and just taking the rap for it. I mean, when you look back at 
why yes. Sharon Moore was was so like upset and emotional. You know, those assistants who call plays, those are the guys that are probably actually getting more information from an operation like that than anyone else. Yeah, I just I feel like there's such a gray area here and 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 how you're explaining it, you know, and and, and how people are interpreting it like in general, not just the way you're saying it. I'm saying there's a gray area here that exists. And I think if you have a, a gray area as large as this one, I don't know that the general court of uh, public opinion will hold Jim Harbaugh up accountable for anything that happens. And I don't know that the university should if they don't know the truth, if there's a gray area to the university. So if you're taking the deal and it's like, listen, we're going to take the deal, we're going to move on, you got to assume the only loss they're going to get is against Ohio State. If they lose to Ohio State, they're still in perfect position to go to the postseason. So maybe the the idea here is listen, I, I if we win that. against uh against Ohio State. Yeah, I don't you don't think so? No, they, the I mean not I, I feel enough. like one loss Ooh. So one loss would knock them out of the the college playoff. Yeah. Yeah, I I think the one loss, loss that to Michigan t- that's ranked in the top 5. But the, well, what? The one the one loss would be to Ohio State. I mean Michigan or excuse me, Ohio State would be a top five team that they would lose to. You don't okay, well, so then, they, then they go fall through, out of go, contention go to be in the playoff. Go through their schedule and measure who they've beat this year. And then you compare it to the other teams in that are comparison, be in what, what, I was about to say, wouldn't that wouldn't that have to be in comparison? So what Alabama would would jump ahead of them or somebody like that, or would it be like a Washington that would jump ahead of them? Well, yeah, you're assuming two things. You're assuming that, like, Washington wins out or even a one-loss Oregon wins in the Pac-12, right? They both would have stronger cases based on the strength yep. of the schedule and the fact that they're both conference champions. If Texas wins the Big 12 as a one-loss Big 12 champ, they get in. I mean, they beat Bama in Bama. And you look at their schedule going through the Big 12, they've got a tougher strength of schedule. Then you go to the SEC, I mean, if Georgia wins out, that actually helps Michigan's case in this instance. But if Bama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, because they're both going to play right now, they've already punched their ticket, Bama's obviously in as a one-loss team. And then you've got Georgia, who you're going to sit there and say at 12-1, and one, their only loss comes to the Alabama in the SEC championship game. They're not going to get in. So right there's four teams that I think all have a better case than Michigan if Michigan is to lose to Ohio State next week, I mean, I I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I, I, by the way, I, didn't, I didn't include Florida. Just to make the didn't playoff. even include Florida State. Like, didn't even include. Like, they've Florida kind of been State, forgotten. Yeah. they could go undefeated. So I look at it and I go, this puts even more pressure on Ryan Day to beat them next weekend because if if they because all all the excuses are out. Like this was right. their okay. Well, they had an advantage. They were sign stealing, cheating, blah 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 blah. If Harbaugh's not there. A, it's a bad look for Ryan Day in Ohio State because they're part of the problem here. They were reportedly one of the teams that was like letting everybody know and and hey, this is happening, and they're giving Purdue uh, you know information about like all that stuff's going on. Also, if Harbaugh does decide to leave, doesn't this set up Sharon Moore if he wins out these three games without him to be the next in line to take over that job? Like, how do you yeah, go you anywhere think, else? You think so, right? 
You'd think so. But it, I would say this. It's Michigan. And it's nothing against Strom Moore, but you should open it up to guys, even on their staff, like Mike Hart. You know, I don't know how they went about selecting. I'm sure Jim Harbaugh is ultimately the one they got to select who would be the guy. But when Jim Harbaugh was looking at going to Minnesota in the offseason last year, Mike Hart was rumored to be one of the guys too. So there's a number of reasons why I think you'd, 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 look, you'd open it up to interview everyone and then kind of sit back and say, okay, like who do we feel like is best suited for this? But I also feel like there's some worthy guys on their staff. And, and that's why probably they had a number of guys who rotated at getting a chance to be the head coach earlier this year when Jim Harbaugh had the suspension. But it's a valid point you bring up about Ohio State and Ryan Day. Like, this is what they wanted, but ultimately, this is what probably, if you're an Ohio State fan and you don't beat Michigan in Ann Arbor, which is going to be a tough, a, a tough battle as it is, it, it almost makes it worse for you. Oh, 100%. I mean, it, literally, like, <laughs> that, that almost stacks it even worse against you. And the difference between Jim Harbaugh and what Ryan Day is Ryan Day calls the plays. He's actively involved. Like, if, uh, if the situation was reversed, you lost you know, Ryan Day, you would be feeling pretty concerned about where your offense is going to be and what the play calling looks like. You know, Jim Harbaugh oversees all of it, and there's no doubt an element of, hey, when do we go for the fourth downs? When do we want to do a fake on special teams? Um, you know, what adjustments is maybe Jim Harbaugh feeling they need to make or they are they trying to do in-game after halftime, all of that. And, and so that's not there, but – it is interesting to see how this is going to play a role in all of it. Coming up next here, you talk about a brilliant move. Some would call it a genius move when it comes to getting a competitive edge. We've got the details for you next year. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios. You talk about getting bamboozled. Somebody somebody in the NFL did. We've got all the details and a fun little look back in time coming up here again a little over 10 minutes from now. Yeah, nice little bamboozling happening uh, in the National Football League. So that'll be yours here. uh, Whoever came up with that word, you know, kudos to them. It is good. Such a great word. It feels like something you come up with when you're drinking, you know. Like just having like I love it. Six, seven hard alcohol drinks and you're like, what's a good word for this? Let's go bamboozle. Can we look that up, Lee? Who came I up with bamboozle? I had a few last night. The word booze is in the word bamboozle. Yeah. So there you go. How many do you have, Bar? There you go. Uh, I won't disclose, okay. but I was in my hotel. All right. So. Oh, that makes sense. It, it wasn't like I and and I and I was not publicly intoxicated. Yeah. At least I don't think. Apparently, there's and just a because I had one. Yeah, it is a boy. Is that where it came from, though? Well, uh, yeah, drinking game called Bamboozle, which is it's got a it's got a board game out there for it, but I have never heard of it before. Huh. Get loose! Yeah, <laughs> but if it's a board game, come on! I mean, bamboozled means you've been tricked, like you've been hoodwinked, which yeah. hoodwinked is a great word too. Yeah, but anyway, all right, I like the word though. Great call. And I'm not an alcoholic either, by the way. That's, that was the point I was getting to. Get loose. I had a what few is that drinks, supposed to but be? I'm not. Hold I'm on. Not. Hold on. What is that supposed to be? Are you saying someone on our show is? Oh. No, I was not. I, I mean, was not taking a shot at Lee. I was not taking a shot at Lee. Who said Lee? I'm not. Who said Lee? Oh, my bad. Oh, my bad. Damn. My bad. Dang. Damn. Wow. My bad. Come on, Var. I'm sorry. Damn. I I mean, are you to. just making an assumption that it would be Lee? I'm not. I was just saying. I, I, well, I heard Lee come up with the the word bamboozle being a drinking game, and I just automatically just connected it to Lee. So I'm sorry. Well, Lee. yes. Look, I mean, I Lee don't clearly knows alcoholic. a lot of drinking games, right, yeah. Lee? I know a lot of drinking games. Yes. I know a lot of board games in general. So that's there right. You go. Okay. That's right. What's your favorite, Lee? Uh, board games. I'm an old school yes. uh, Risk guy, but that's kind of old school Risk. now. I like no, no. I like Clue. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not Big a fan like of Clue. Clue. Yeah. Oh, I would have figured you'd like Did you guys ever get into Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> You're candy ass. Oh. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. He is a soft lotion hand boy. Is he is, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> By the way, can we start using candy ass, Sam, please? Yes. Is that allowed to be used on the that's, air? That's fine. All right. Just that's don't fine. be a candy. Thank you, Sam. Don't be a candy ass and dump it next time no, we use it, okay? We've already said it now three yeah. or four times, so we're good. I love candy ass. Uh, why are you saying we could say it, then you're upset when we say it multiple times after that, Sam? Candy I, ass. I'm not. I have no it's, it's problem like, with It's like, that. oh, it's a green light, but you need to drive like it's yellow. No, Sam. We either have the green no, light I or the red light. No, I said it's fine. You can, you've said it multiple times. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Stop driving like candy, candy ass. ass. <laughs> candy ass, candy ass. Are you guys, are you guys talking All about right. candy ass because you, you're talking about Candy Land? Yeah, Candy it, Land oh, okay. the game. Yes. I loved that game as a kid, yeah, but yeah. I got grew it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, listen, before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, we do want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you In Case You Missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delap. Happy Friday morning, everybody. Guys, happy morning, LeVar. Happy morning, Brady. Happy morning, Jones. Good morning. Guys, in case you missed this, I feel like we get a story like Delap. Today's Friday. Today's Friday. I feel like we get a story like this a couple times a year. Hey, Brady. Hey, everybody. Shut up, Lee. Shut the up. <laughs> Guys, in case you it missed it, Friday. a Scottish doctor has been banned from running ultra marathons for the rest of the year in in the Great Britain, in Great Britain, in the UK, because uh, of riding in a car. We get this story every few years. There's a lot of ins and outs. Though, I got to tell you guys, she took a two and a half mile car ride after uh, suffering an injury, and at which point she claimed she told the officials that she wanted to finish and go across the finish line in a non-competitive manner. Well, she ended up finishing third and accepting the trophy. An investigation ensued. The marshals said that never happened. And then she later blamed it on jet lag, saying she accepted the third place trophy because of jet lag. She has now since been reprimanded and uh, banned from competing in what? ultra marathons. What is wrong with people? Like, what seriously, what is wrong with people? You got a problem with her. You got a, you got a problem with her having, you know, the the foresight to go. You know what? I, I know I could cut a couple corners here if I just take a quick car ride. It's an ultra marathon. Well, they're, she clearly did. Bad for you. It anyways. didn't pay off for her. Yeah. I think this might actually parlay into like another topic we're going to talk about at some point here <laughs> in a little bit. But it's like I just I don't know why people want to take credit for things they didn't really do. I mean, welcome to social media. That happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Now, if she had finished in fourth place, didn't accept a trophy, are you okay with her? You know, she got injured. She, she, she didn't was... finish it. She didn't finish it. Like, if you're a true competitor, you'd say, I got injured. I didn't finish. I didn't run the whole I race. I don't get a like, place. Yeah, you, you don't get anything. You went it across doesn't matter the, where the finish you finish. line, but you didn't, you didn't get a place. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? Whoever fi- did finish fourth and had to accept the trophy afterwards, they probably they probably feel like a candy ass right about now because they're taking some trophy after the fact. Good usage. You know what I mean? Good usage. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Tell that. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. 
the professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.